I'm Adam. And I'm Meg. And we're going to watch Better Call Saul. In the order that it was broadcast. Forward Let's call Saul. Just podcast. 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 Should we do it? Let's do it. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, season three. We're still rushing through them. Instead of going episode by episode, some of us on this podcast regret that decision. That someone is me. Uh, Others are just fine with however Adam wants to do it. Yep, yep, yep. Meg is uh, just a perpetual good, uh, goes with the flow, and <laughs> is kind of used to me saying stuff, then change my mind, then saying other stuff, then change my mind. I change my mind a lot. Uh, I think that's the human condition. Uh-huh. You know? I'm very frustrated to go to a restaurant with because I will, uh, I will send the waiter back when they say, "Is everybody ready?" Like five or six times. We need one more. And as soon as I order my food, I will be like, "Should I have gotten that? Was that?" <laughs> I could say the only time I've been like Adam about a restaurant thing, and I know you're doing a bit there. Is uh-huh. remember that time we like. We're going to go to the Mexican plate restaurant by my place to go right before COVID hit. Uh-huh. And it, it was on a Sunday and we like recorded the episode. I think like my ex-boyfriend was over at the time and he went and got us a table. And then when we got out, you're like, I think I just want pizza. And so we ordered a pizza and then they closed all the restaurants that night and we couldn't go to the restaurants anymore. I don't <laughs> I remember like, this. Adam, that was our last time to go to my favorite restaurant. I don't think I knew this. I don't think I remember this. I feel like I wouldn't <laughs> shut down plans if someone was waiting there. But, th- I mean, but maybe it was me. Maybe I did do that. I think, I think you were kind of like, I kind of want to watch the vice presidential debates. Oh, and, I did want to watch the vice presidential. And and it's a very close to my place. Yeah. Uh, and then it was like, ah, oh, shoot. Well, I didn't. Uh, but no. yeah. yeah, it was okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It would have been a primary debate at the time, if I remember correctly, because this would have been It would have happened in March, Feb- December, March of 2020. 2020. God yeah. damn it. So Kamala was still ago. just a regular candidate back then. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Good Lord. And she was like, I'm going to be the next president. And I said, close. It'll <laughs> be close. You might uh, if that old man dies, but not now. Not yet. Uh, okay. So, yeah, we watched season three. Which, uh, big picture, I think this, I like the season a lot. Did you like the season? Yeah, I like the season. Yeah, I think it's a little lumpy, and I'll explain what I mean right now. Uh, in okay. That it's the first half deals with, it's, it's like two mini seasons, and I think the second season within it is not as good as the first, because the first half deals yeah. with all the fallout with Chuck in the recording. Yes. And then ends with chicanery which we'll get to that is oh man if we had an episode just called chicanery in our feed people would listen to that because that that's like ozymandias people know that episode so no because it's incredible like that that whole thing that chuck does is so it's so good it's so good so good um but then after that and he wasn't nominated for that i don't think so let me let me check and it's called chicanery that episode's called chicanery yeah I've started to say chicanery all the time now. I, I guarantee if The Ringer, you have used it a few times, if when The Ringer ranks these eventually, that will most likely be, like, number one. Uh, and depending yeah. on what season six brings us. I don't know. Uh, I Yeah, it's a good episode. It's very good. It's very, like, um, uh, standalone, too. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, 69th, <laughs> primetime Emmy. 
Um, nope. Jonathan Banks was nominated for Best Supporting, but not Michael McKean. He won a Saturn Award. Again, that's a, that's a fucking crying shame because he... I thought that that was a remarkable performance. Um, but I also agree with what you're saying. It's both... It's the hearing at the uh, New Mexico Law Board or whatever... That's one season, and then the fallout is the second season. And it's and, yeah, and the second season's kind of just like <laughs> Jimmy's trying to make ends meet for his new office, and he just is trying to make commercial, like sell his commercial at time. Yeah, and nobody's having it. Yeah, and then Kim is working too damn hard. She's working too know? damn hard to yeah yeah. She breaks her poor little arm. Yeah, she almost people die on that road," said Francesca. Yeah. Oh, uh, was Francesca last season? Was she in last season at all, or she was introduced this season? I think, right? I think in the in the it's, premiere. It's so hard to say. Yeah, Meg watched this a while ago, and I did too. But uh, I've seen it so many I times. I feel like she went so when she gets introduced. When do they get the office? Because I feel like it's at the end of season two. They is get that... the office at the end of season two. Here, I'm kind of just poking around right now. Okay. Um, I'm gonna eat chocolate, even though I know I shouldn't. No, anyways. you're doing great. I I should I should I'm doing great at what? At, at being a co-host. Oh, I just meant eating chocolate. Oh well, yeah, but you're doing great. Thank you. Um, what's her name again? Francesca. That's it. Oh, I don't think she might not be until episode two. Oh, well, there you go. Fuck. Hold on. Hold on. Everyone stand by. Everyone likes it when I Google things on this podcast. And then my computer froze. It froze. It froze. Why is that still a thing in 2021, you think? Because it's an old work computer I didn't send back. Really? And yep. were they mad about it? No, they just kind of forgot. I'll stop singing now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it's the second one. But yeah, um, season season two ends with uh, Jimmy being recorded. And uh, you liked that cliffhanger, if I remember correctly. You went, ah, good cliffhanger. Mama yeah, knows one when she was... sees it. Yeah, you know, I think like one of the things I like about Better Call Saul is that the whole world isn't ending at the end of every episode, every yeah. season, the mm-hmm. same way that it did in Breaking Bad, where it's like, oh fuck, someone just got blown up. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, because um, like, let me. Th- this is kind of a fun exercise. Let's go through how each season ended on Breaking Bad. Uh, Tuco. Season one, Can yeah. It- Tuco is like they're like, oh, we're in deep because that was a weird one because they didn't. Oh yeah, it yeah, wasn't supposed know. to be the but yeah, that's how it ends. Second one was a plane crash. Oh, and Skyler yeah. leaves him. Three. Oh, a Gale gets shot is the big cliffhanger at the end of the third one. I know that's sad. Yeah. Four, <laughs> four is f- fam- Gus being blown up. Yeah. And then five, Walt gets yeah dead. And I guess the middle of five, Walt gets found out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and like this one, the first one is Jimmy's like, I'm gonna be a criminal now. <laughs> but maybe is, not even not really. Maybe <laughs> not. Yeah, and that was I was actually doing some reason that was confirmed. They were very much. Like, season one feels like a different show on this show. Yeah. Um, they were very much, it was like, he was going to go to, they turn into Saul in season two. But then, kind of like what Aaron Paul did, they liked what Kim was doing. And they're like, we got to give you more shit to do, because we like you. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We're going we're gonna to keep you around. And I'm glad they did. Yeah, I guess it's just like, kind of what I had brought up before, where it was like, I'm going to change the way I'm doing stuff. <laughs> and then it's like, I'll go float in a pool, or whatever yeah. the fuck. 
Yeah, and then they scam Ken wins. Yeah. Um, but he's a golden god, so he he's a golden. Totally he, okay. he, I, he doesn't. He takes everything kind of on the chin. Yeah, he doesn't. Like I said, like very little seems to hurt Ken wins because he keeps winning. He keeps so, winning because like, this happens, the, and then oh, sorry. No, yeah, like this happens, and the car gets blown up, and he must just have significantly better wins compared to his losses, where he's like that. Every mm-hmm. few years, something terrible happens, and then you just keep winning. Yep. You know. No, he's um. I, I don't know if they're going to make another spinoff after this. I think the obvious choice would be about Jesse in Alaska, but sure. making one about Ken would be pretty cool. <laughs> this, just the television show where everything's going great for yeah. a guy except once every few years. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you could pick a spinoff, if you could pick a real spinoff, not Howard, who would you <laughs> pick of, of this or Breaking Bad? Like if they're like, hey, we want to keep the band together in Albuquerque. Huh. I guess, you know, I almost feel like the thing that lends itself naturally. So alive or dead characters, alive or dead, I can choose. Yeah, I guess dead, they would have to, that would have to be a prequel. Yeah, I just, I think the natural thing that makes the most sense is like spending more time with Hank and Gomez. Yeah, um, I, get, I get that. I, but besides that, because obviously Gus is his own character that mm-hmm. like, I kind of wish he just had his own show. Yeah. I, the, this sounds like I'm doing a goof, but it's not. I would like to see a post-Breaking Bad show focusing mostly on Marie. I could, that's a great pitch. I think, because uh, her life is just totally turned upside down, and she's just like a single woman she, yeah. in Albuquerque. And it, yeah, I'm not trying to, that's not the show, but like, what'd she do with her life? Like, Yeah, because, you know, she, so she's a single woman. That not to be morose, she never has to work again because she's getting survive survivors benefits plus Hank's pension. Yeah. Uh. So, I mean, and if she wants, she can bring in her own money as well. Mm-hmm. So it, she's competent. Like, there's no, there's not too many X-ray techs out there, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah. Uh. She. But she's probably got all this fucking trauma. Yeah, that's like, the big. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, she's just and like no a different family person. to speak of, right? Yeah, because like just Skyler and her probably aren't on good terms. She talks to her in the finale, but that's it. Yeah, and she goes truce very mm-hmm. briefly. You know, I I think so. Okay, here's what I here's my pitch. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. And okay, I don't I don't like doing this to Skyler, but Skyler between Breaking Bad and this show which we're going to call it's Marie time. It, it <laughs> Skylar takes her own life and Marie has what? To, Marie has to raise Holly. <laughs> Marie has to raise Holly on her own. You've really fucked over fucked over Junior. Like both those Oh kids yeah, I forgot so Junior. <laughs> I forgot about Junior. Okay, so, yeah, shit. He's aged too much. You can't really have him on the show. I know, but it's so sad to think that like All right, all right. Keep Junior Skylar went yeah. Keep Skyler around. How about how about this? Skyler found a way to smoke a criminal amount of cigarettes. Okay. And they take the, her kids from her. Okay. Um No, that's crazy. Uh I Sorry, think I guys. wanna actually follow like Badger and Skinny Pete a little bit, maybe. That'd be fun. Yeah. Jesse like I said, Jesse in Alaska seems like the obvious choice, especially since all the actors are aging. Yeah. And you could just have him be however the fuck old he needs to be for that. Yeah. Um I don't think he's capable of keeping himself safe. You know, like, Jesse? He, he, 
Yeah, like, he didn't really seem like he did a good job taking care of himself before in any way. Like, he kind of lived in squalor a little yeah, bit. he did like, do that. Uh, it didn't seem like he could feed himself very well. I mean, like, he had the money. He knew how to go to fast food places. But, like, I don't have high hopes for him with his new life, yeah. you know? He's wearing a cool sweater. He's That's wearing a true. cool sweater. He's um, got some money. Like, he's got a little bit of pocket money. He's got this, a small amount of money. Um, okay. Okay. All right. We got to talk about what we're here to talk about. Okay, uh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It's, yes. uh, okay. This season opens up. We, we got to talk about our black and white Gene. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a theory about Gene. Remind me before we get off of it. But uh, this, yeah, all that happens is he... Um, Spots a kid stealing DVDs and he yells, get a lawyer! And then he collapses. It's really all he yeah. has. Yeah, he eats a sandwich, reads a book, outs a kid, and then feels bad for it. And I went, Gene, you dirty snitch. He's um, not a snitch, he's a... Oh, because he told the kid, he told the cops where he was. Yeah, I yeah. guess maybe because he didn't want the police officer paying too much attention to him. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. um, and then he goes back to work and he falls down and... Do you think it was a deliberate choice by him to get the frosting on his face? By Bob Odenkirk or by Gene? Yeah, by Bob Odenkirk. I think I think Vincy Vinny Gill again directed this, and so yeah, Vinny Gill's directed this, and I think it was his choice. I think he went, "Yeah, that makes sense." You know, it would be cool if I put a little cream on his face. That's my Vince Gilligan. <laughs> and part of my Vince Gilligan impression is every time I do it, even if I've preambled it, I have to say that's my Vince Gilligan. <laughs> Um, what's your theory about Gene? My theory, and I thought about this, uh, this does kind of spoil the fact that as as we are in the show, because season five has been released, I will say Kim is still with us. Um, and what uh, on the show is all I'll say. And my theory is that he'll see Kim in this Gene world and it'll turn into color. I, I don't think that's going to happen. You don't think that's going to happen? Okay. Why I not? I think that... Because she'll have fucked his stepdad and... Oh, she will have fucked his stepdad. I didn't even think about that. Well, you don't know she's uh, his wife. They're going to get married. We don't even know his stepdad. Yeah, her <laughs> stepdad, we've talked about this, is either going to be one Mr. George Clooney or who oh. played... Uh, who's the other one? He was in ABBA. That's not <laughs> the only thing he was in, but he was definitely in ABBA. The or not Abba, the uh, the Mamma Mia movie and uh, oh Pierce, Pierce Brosnan? Brosnan, yeah, yeah, I, I guess it's gonna be one of those two people. That's my I theory, think... and I just want it on the record, though. Okay. Oh, so just on the record. I just want it on the record that I that I think that because then when we're gonna watch it and it's gonna happen, I think you're gonna be like, wow, Adam's really impressive, and he must be hung for days. Uh, okay, sure, yeah. Yes. Please have it on the record that. It's gonna be a real Wizard of Oz moment be real, when Kim yeah. shows up. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I think, I think that there's only the only way any of this makes sense is that if they give kind of whatever's going on with Gene in, or in um, the um, the um, mall, uh-huh. like. Mm-hmm. They put him there, and I think, like, they have to give that more of a story than just, like, a thing we see at the beginning of each season. So I feel like we're going to get a present-day story with Gene, mm. uh, like, where there's some type of trouble from his past. Like, that's I, kind I, of... I'll yeah. spoil this. Uh, 
season four and five only have the one scene at the beginning, like the previous okay. ones. Um, but I will say, like, a little bit more happens. Okay. Uh, so, like, which kind of implies that season six might have a bit more. Yeah. Uh, but okay. that's, yeah, but that's when I think it's going to take the, it's going to take the driver's seat of the story when he sees Kim. Because she always wears a royal shirt, which is the Kansas City team. Oh, because she's from the out there. That's right. That's Wait, so that's what I think. But they're not in Kansas City. They're in Omaha. Short drive. <laughs> short drive. We're going to find out <laughs> right now. Is it a short drive? It doesn't seem very short. She's from, like, yeah, no, short drive. Short drive. And I'm pretty sure she's from, didn't she mention the Schweikart when she was, like, going to take I'm the I'm from a, the Kansas-Nebraska border. Yeah, it's like a, a very small, small town. town. Yeah. Um, so, Omaha to Kansas. And City. she wouldn't say the name of it, so I have to imagine it's called Filthy Butthole Town or something. It's a, it's a two and a half hour drive, Meg. Two and a half hours. I mean, why would you go to the mall? Okay. All right. Okay. I'm just saying. Okay. I'm just saying. You're right. People are saying, and I'm those people. Uh, <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah. For first episode, big. This is kind of this first episode is kind of a good reason why we stopped talking about episodes on their own because really cool episode. Not a lot happens. Um, <laughs> what is this? The premise now? I can't the, even remember. The big deal with this one was oh, you see Chuck's fingernails as he's peeling tape really slow. Oh, his weird thumbs. His weird thumbs. Michael McKean's oh, thumbs. Yeah. Um, I mean, I texted you about those. Thumbs, you did, and you said I knew you were gonna text me about these here thumbs. I did. I wish I would have had that on the record. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the gist is he's like he shows it to Howard, and Howard's like legally. I mean, good that you found this, but like we can't use this because he could have yeah. been. Like, just being a weird brother. And then Jimmy, the fucking, the Air Force guy shows up, but who cares? He just kind of yells at Jimmy. Yeah, uh, but he had, like, a tight little body. He so. had a tight little body. Every, yeah. Um, and... Da, 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 uh, at Mesa Verde, stuff happens, but who cares? They're just kind of like... Uh, oh, she has to tell the the lady that... Um, yeah. That, like, Jimmy, uh, Chuck is mad at Jimmy, whatever. Yeah. Um. Oh, oh, and the kind of the big thing, uh, Chuck kind of schemes Ernesto into listening to a bit of the tape. Yeah, and that's too bad, because then I, it dawned on me that Ernie isn't in the rest of the season very much. Yeah, he's not. Because he, he gets fired. That's so unfair. Uh, well, he did call, he did lie to Chuck last season, and Chuck knows it. But still, I know. I, and then the it, other thing, the other half of the episode is literally just Mike takes apart a car and yeah. then <laughs> figures out that there's a tracker in the gas tank lid and then replaces it with a tracker of his own. And that's that's it. That's that's, yeah. that's it. Good premiere. Yeah. Good premiere. Did you like it? Yeah, I thought it was fine. Yeah, I thought it was fine. Classic. No classic. complaints, really. No complaints for me either. I, I liked it. Um. Uh, sorry, I'm just. It I'm kinda... was a little ridiculous, and he did spend a lot of time. That thing that we talk about a lot here, which is just that, like sometimes they just take a lot of fucking time to cover something, and that was him taking apart a car and being like, "How else can I take apart a car?" Yeah, that was that's when you were saying that. That was the image that was in my head was this scene <laughs> when you were saying that last week, and I was like, "Can't tell her," but um, oh, okay, yeah, not a lot going on here. What does Jimmy do in this episode? He doesn't really do a whole lot. He just kind of, 
Oh, does Ernie, Ernie, does he talk to that, to, um... Not yet. No, I guess let's move on. Let's move on to two. Okay. That was number one. Yeah. All right. Uh, that was called Mabel. Number two's called Witness. Oh, my computer's still frozen. (laughs) Oh, right. Hold on. We're gonna refresh the page. Beautiful. All right. Number two's called Witness. And this is, I believe, the first time we see Gus... Oh, is this where he, like, drives down the road and he's, like... I think before that... Oh, yeah, because Gus is in the background cleaning up at the Pollos Hermanos. I like how they did this because in Breaking Bad, it it is established that Jimmy... Sorry, Saul, doesn't know who Gus is. He just kind of knows about him. But they clearly were like, well, we we would love to get Bob and and Gus in a scene together. And they do it just by... Jimmy not knowing who Gus is, which is kind of fun, I thought. Yeah. I, as a bit, from me and me alone, while I was watching this, I went, "Uh uh-oh, who's back there? Who's that in that (laughs) yellow shirt? Who could that be the whole time? (laughs) Uh, Because I'm I'm lonely, I think, is the problem. I do, okay, when I play video games, I do a a, a kind of sexist bit. Do you want to hear it? Sure. It's a little sexist. Only a little, it's a little sexist. Um, Go forth and let me be the judge of this. When I play fighting games and I'm trying to get better at a female character, if I'm doing matchmaking and I'm playing a different female character, I go, "Uh oh, cat fight!" <laughs> Claws are out. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's such, you can see why it's, it's it's a little sexist. Just a little. Sexist. Just a little bit. Just a, yeah. just the tip of sexist. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So this one, this this is where this. This first, these first five episodes are all bangers. I fucking love them, because um, mm-hmm. this is the one where it opens up and there's this security guy at uh, Chuck's house. This is also the episode where you get to see Howard Hamlin's little ass run around a backyard and then climb a fence. Yeah, Did you doing like all that? sorts of stuff. I loved it. I was mm-hmm. hooting and hollering and banging <laughs> on shit. I'm like, go dance for me, baby. Yeah. Uh, and also he's. It, it was fun to watch him be so deliberate about his physical choices because I think he was a, a worried that his shoes would make him slip and stuff like that. Yeah. That, that's, uh, he, he's Patrick yeah. Fabian's good actor. I, yeah. Yeah. I, and I do uh, wish, tight body. Yeah. I wish he had even more to do on this show. I think he gets killed in season six. And the reason we'll why I tell you that is because I sent you that picture of Bob Odenkirk and Patrick Fabian on Patrick Fabian's birthday. Mm-hmm. People are talking people about this. Yeah, showed that his hair had some red stuff in it, uh, and I was like, "They better not." <laughs> I well, I, you don't I, know. He could have died in season five. That could be footage from a flashback. I'm pretty sure the way people were reacting, it would not be from season five. I'm just trying to kind of. They steer maybe it. won't kill him. I maybe maybe, cu- maybe, maybe they have a jam little, fight. Or yeah, something. maybe he cuts his little finger, and he's like, mm, yeah. Mm, mm. <laughs> it hurts jimmy jimmy look it hurts <laughs> um, the, the one thing they do in this episode, they do a little bit of a the thing i was saying earlier a, a bit of a member berries thing in this episode where something that is very important to the audience is not at all important to the people on screen which is when mike is trailing around people I think he he sees victor eventually oh, yeah. and then he eventually it's those spoils hermanos and there's like a big dramatic zoom out and it's like bum bum bum. Oh, bum, and it's Poyos Hermanos. It's Poyos Hermanos. And as an audience member, you're like, whoa. But if I watch this show first, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I actually met somebody who watched this show first <gasps> before Breaking Bad. 
can we get them and on they the said i i can't even remember who it was but i remember somebody saying like i watched it first and i didn't really get half the stuff and i was like yeah sure because like how do you care who tuco is when you mm-hmm. don't know how he is you know or like oh god i i l- forgot you asked me this but i last listened to the podcast l- last week and i heard you ask me like do you think the person who plays hector salamanca is like a good actor and my answer to you is no he's a bad <laughs> actor <laughs> to a spectacular degree but i don't think he's a good actor either. <laughs> no my favorite part and i'm sorry if this is jumping ahead is when uh they come in and they're like heck don don salamanca tuco he fucked off in prison and he goes what he only had to serve six months and now he'll be in there forever and <laughs> he throws does. the table and holds his chest and i was like yeah get mad like, he hams it up real hard <laughs> yeah he's so bad at acting <laughs> he's good at face acting like after he's had his stroke yeah i yeah i don't know it's just wild like maybe maybe he's just supposed to have like a very large temper i don't know but he's he's good in a small part in ace ventura pet detective is he and is... wasn't he also in scarface i think i forget that i just know he's ace ventura's landlord and okay um, jim carrey said when he says ventura and jim carrey says yes satan <laughs> i think that's him right i don't know i haven't seen mm-hmm. it in a long time but anyhow uh we were talking about the the guy the the bodyguard hanging out and the chuck's whole scheme to you know make jimmy coven steal from him yeah yeah, yeah. that happens and then mike goes to los Los hermanos and then yeah okay then jimmy uh and kim interview francesca and she worked at the dmv and jimmy's like let's hire her today yeah yeah and um do you like i love how different francesca is here and i love i love the idea that we she's like holy shit we get to find out what happened to her because she's very like world weary on Breaking <laughs> yeah, Bad. Yeah, she's very worn down, battle axe type. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, I yeah, I kind of like her character here. It seems super friendly. It, it she was very malleable to <laughs> like and open to Jimmy's suggestions. So actually, that was something that really made me chuckle. The idea of her being like, "Golly, it's a hot one. Are you are you outside?" And do you think <laughs> of Mike or, or uh, yeah, Irving Trout getting that phone call? Boy, have you been like, to the Cracker Barrel today? Golly. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and um, you're like, I don't want to talk about the Cracker Barrel, Lydia. Uh, um, his name in Ace Ventura is Mr. Shikadance. That's fun. Mm. Anyway, sorry, enough about that. Um, yeah, he uh, the Mike's like, hey, can you uh go on to Los Pais Hermanos? And he does, and he drops his watch in the garbage, and yes. Gus gets it out. Um, I, and, the fact that he had the foresight to even think to drop something of his in there. I would have just been like, I'm taking in the garbage for no reason. Like he's, you know. <laughs> um, I do love the, do, do you think I, we've maybe talked about this. Do you think Mike respects Jimmy? I don't think so. I think like Jimmy's not composed enough to really garner Mike's respect because it seems like, but he gets Mike him for res- jobs like this, which is like, you feel like you'd have to respect him a little bit. Trust him, right? I yeah, think he, I guess. Yeah. So I guess trust and respect kind of go hand in hand. But it seems as though he... So weird. What an interesting question. Because mm-hmm. it seems like he has a 
bigger trust in Gus, obviously, and yeah. respect for Gus and maybe a reverence for Gus because he mm-hmm. eventually becomes under his employ. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, there's something about Mike that's just like, I was hired to do a job. I did it. Simple as that. They have a very uh, transactional relationship, him and Jim. Yeah. I, yeah. I do love when he says, who's got your back? This guy. <laughs> that's my favorite lines of the season. Is this, I think this is the only time they interact all season, if I yeah, remember I think correctly. Yeah, I right. Yeah. Which is because you know, well, then oh. Mike's just fucking off. Right? No, no, no. He uh, there's a very fun. Mike meets Chuck. I forgot about that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they had they eat at that diner. But that's when it's like he won't talk shit about Chuck with him. Which I was like, come on, talk a little shit. Talk Mike. a little shit. A um, little caddy. Okay. In this episode, Ernie Ernie tells Kim he heard a tape, and then she does the hey, give me a dollar to Jimmy the thing. Yeah. So to- Jimmy's all of his best moves are just from Kim. Everything good in this world is from Kim. <laughs> Kim's the best. Would you, if you had the opportunity, if someone's like, hey, I can, uh, Meg, uh, I, I, I can pull some strings and you'll have to pay for it, but you can take Kim to dinner. Would you do it? No. What? Oh, really? No. Wow. You wouldn't I would, want to just take why Kim would to I, dinner? Why? <laughs> I would take Howard to dinner. You would? Yeah, just to take Howard to dinner. Sure. All right. I'll pay for Kim to go to dinner. Is she expensive? Does she have expensive? Yeah, she's expensive. I don't really know that I want to feed her that badly. Okay. But I'll talk about you the whole time if I yeah, have Yeah, that's to. what I would want. I want you to talk about me and let her know well, how cool I would am. Would you let Howard know about me? Yeah, obviously. Do you think Howard has expensive tastes? Howard has very expensive taste. Yeah, he does. Yeah. But Howard also te- seems like the type to be like, no, you eat. I want to w- see you enjoy it. I like know? spoiling. I like doing small spoilers like this. I will say you eventually do see Howard's house and, oh boy, expensive nice. taste. It's nice. <laughs> it's a nice house. Mm-hmm. He knows uh, how to treat himself. That's nice. He must be a Taurus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> they say Tauruses like to spoil themselves. Like the good cheer squad and bring it on? Is there, Were they called the Tauruses? Yeah, I think that's a bull, right? Yeah, no, I was talking about like the astrological sign. Oh, okay, there must, I'm saying, burr, it's cold in here. I say there must be some Taurus in the atmosphere from bring it on. Oh, I haven't Kirsten, seen that. Kirsten Dunst, Eliza Dishku. It's a Eliza wonderful film. Eliza, Eliza Dushku. She's a douche in her name. This. She's a wonderful actress. Okay. Okay. Well, I wish she was in more stuff. Anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. And then Kim is just like, he can't use this in court. So, Jimmy, all you got to do is chill out and yeah. we will be totally fine. And he goes, well, have you ever thought about me breaking into his house <laughs> and going fucking apeshit? Um <laughs> Yeah, he that that was dumb of him. Uh, I do like these visual metaphors the show loves to do, because you have the tape in the beginning of Chuck slowly winding it down, and Jimmy yeah. rips it and he gets mad, and then Jimmy's taking tape off in their office and he's slowly doing it, and then he rips it off when he realizes he's gonna go to Chuck's house, because he does things brashly and his own way. Yeah. Uh, uh, and also, fuck anything Chuck told him to do. Yeah, fuck anything Chuck told him to do. Yeah, he goes there and um, I, I this scene's great. I love that he. Uh, kudos to Bob Odenkirk here. Yeah. He, you asshole! I love it. <laughs> I love that Chuck is like, I Howard. I know my brother. He's gonna try to sneak in here in the dead of night, and then just in the middle of the day, kicks down the door, and like, just like a bull in a china shop. Literally, if he would have waited one more day, he'd have been fine. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the guy wouldn't have been there. Um, uh, and then eventually, yeah, Mike keeps following the tracker, and that's where the there's a cell phone on it. And I think it just ends with him going, yeah, when he uh, <laughs> picks it up. And uh, it, it's very, like, churchy when uh, Howard goes, Jimmy, that's enough. And then he's yeah. like, were you a witness? I'm a witness. And then the other guy's like, <laughs> I'm a witness. Yeah. We are both witnesses here today. Uh-huh. Um, all right. Uh, well, you can uh, move on, I suppose. Cool. And then that the next one is when Jimmy's just waiting to get picked up by the cops. And Chuck's like, this is for your own good. I'm going to press charges. And I'm going to walk you down this path once this is over. Isn't Chuck such a piece of shit? Yeah, he's so, this is that thing where he's a fucking Disney villain. Like, he seems like he's... It's also weird to see him concoct plans. Like, this doesn't seem to be something in his wheelhouse, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I know during in the courtroom later, he, like, kind of says when he started acting and that was and he kind of he kind of admits that it's when he was putting up all the foil in the house but still yeah yeah. Um, i was play acting i I was was playing up (laughs) like why is that not enough to discredit him like i I don't know um yeah it's actually this has this weird cold open where the shoelaces are the show does that a lot i guess breaking bad did that too the cold open for this one we don't need to get into too much is just there's shoelaces dangling from a wire and then later they fall off and you're like, yeah. what's that? <laughs> uh, and then later we find out. Um, yeah, this is where uh, Gus talks to Mike and on the road and he's like, you got to not hurt Hector Salamanca because I want to fuck with him. And then Mike's like, I'm not done with Hector Salamanca. <laughs> and that's that. Uh, but yeah, then they're outside and Jimmy smokes a cigarette because he's fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah, and um, he goes to jail, and he's like, hey, clear my schedule, Francesca. Oh, I do love that the bald guy gloats at him in The the Bald Lawyer. Yeah. That's very fun. Yeah, and he's, like, why aren't the cops interfering in that? Like, how does the DA get to, like, prod this guy? Because I think they know they're friends. Yeah. Yeah. I would think that they'd be like, all right, dude, come on. You know, <laughs> um, and Jimmy has to spend the night in jail. And also, the guy helps him out. He gets him a, a, a faster appearance so that he only has to spend the one night there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is. Um, but then when Jimmy tries to bribe him with Frenchy fries, it didn't. It, it didn't work. Yeah. Well, it's because I think he's like, because he's he's not on the case, right? Yeah, he's, he's like, like nobody it, here can mm-hmm. do it. He's because... like we all love we all love you, bud. But. We have to, we know you too well. We can't, mm-hmm. yeah, we can't do it. We're um, ethical. This is where, oh, we get to see Kim work out. Uh, oh, yeah. She's got quite the morning, doesn't she? She's got she? quite the morning. Yeah. She showers. She goes to the gym right across in their office, which is, I've used to have a gym right across my office. It's very convenient. I bet. Yeah. You get, you, you roll out of bed and you don't shower at home. You go, so you just, you roll out, you get in your car, you go, you pump iron, and then you shower there. And you're mm. like, it's just a great way to start the day. It seems like it. I haven't yeah. had morning workouts in a while. It seems me like neither. Now, after Plus, working from home, I don't do it as much because yeah. you're like your alarm goes off and you're like, "Now you wake up to work out," or I could just wait until work starts and just turn on my computer. <laughs> mm-hmm. I were I oh, I started working remote at the chocolate factory because uh, uh, <laughs> for COVID reasons. Yeah. Well, those are the only reasons these days that exist for anything anymore. Yeah. 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 Um, Ernie's fired. We find that out. And, uh, Jim goes, his arraignment. And, oh, man. How cool is it that Kim wants to be his lawyer? 
Yeah, but then the judge is a little bit of a sass-ass, and she's like, you too, stop it, you're not his lawyer, knock it off. Well, yeah, I mean, it's Jimmy's fault, because he was like, "She's, I'm representing myself, and then Kim's like, no, you're not. Yeah. I'm your boo. I'll represent you. Yeah. Yeah. The lawyer is a sass-ass, though. You're 100% it's The judge, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. The judge, sorry. Well, are, ju- aren't judges lawyers? Yeah, I suppose so. So, I went on a technicality. She used to be a lawyer, but now she's a judge. Uh... Can judges ever be like, I'm just going to take a case. Hey, I'm a, I'm a lawyer today, not a judge. I don't think so. I think it's like you or can one, only one, be a judge. Once you ascend to the high court, yeah. you... Okay. That but I sense. don't know that for sure. I just know... Uh, yeah, I, I don't think they can. Okay, okay. I haven't heard of anyone going in reverse, at least. And then Mike buys drugs, and that's all we need to know there. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is the same episode where he tries to bribe bl- 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 the guy with Frenchie fries. That's fun. Um, I like how he buys drugs by going like this size of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the same doctor from the episode where they have the shoot art with the cartel. Yeah. Like, that man pays my salary. This man does not. <laughs> um, and Mike goes to the power lines and he shoots some shoes and gets them all over the... He just gets drugs. This is a cool little ploy. And uh, th- this is Wizard shit. Wizard shit? It's wizard shit. He everything has to go just right. Like I don't. I, don't I think this is better because he's everything's planned out because he shoots the rifle in the air to make it seem like hunters. Yeah. a bunch. I like that. I don't think it's wizard shit because he knew what's wrong. And then they and then they get in their car and drive away. Yeah, and then yeah. he shoots the car. Well, they realize it's not at them, right? Like yeah, they, he shoots a bunch and they get on the ground and then they're like, oh, oh, it's just hunters. So that when he shoots the shoe, they don't think nothing of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and it's just drugs in there who knows what kind of drugs just drugs i think it's up the nose drugs is it up the nose drugs or up the the arm drugs oh it could be up the arm drugs good point god Um, these just the idea of doing drugs in that way scares me me too um oh and chuck meets with the prosecutor who's some lady oh yeah and she it's kind of funny because she's like oh i have an auntie who can't listen to the boys choir sing at church because it bothers her teeth or something like that (laughs) i like she's trying very hard to be sympathetic Mm -hmm. i don't think prosecutors do half the shit they had this lady do though she it's not this episode but the next episode she's like i think you need to apologize to your brother which is fucking annoying yeah Yeah. and he's um because he's like maybe there's something better than throwing him in jail and um, later, he says they offer him a pre-prosecution diversion, which means he can avoid jail time if he joins a rehabilitation program and uh, can submits a written confession to the Bar Association, which will get him just totally disbarred. Mm. Uh, and then I think the episode ends with him telling uh, him and Kim being like, we can fight it. And he's like, hell yeah. And she's like, don't worry, I got you back. And he's like, we'll shove that up his ass. Uh, which, is, which is cute. Oh, and then the the people who have drugs on the truck get caught. And that's that. I really didn't like when, I guess it's in the next episode, but we, we're going to talk about it now. I really yeah. didn't like when they are in the you know conference room talking with the prosecutor about the pre-prosecution deal, and then they leave. And then How, Howard and Chuck kind of like do a little bit of a standoff with... Um, Kim mm-hmm. and and Chuck goes like you should know 
the bar for uh, the threshold for acceptable evidence or whatever is much lower. And it's just like mansplaining how shit like this goes. And it just fucking bugged the shit out of me how mm. his tone. It's almost like Howard's kind of an annoying, pompous character. No, no, it was Chuck. It was Chuck. Oh, it is almost like Chuck is an annoying, pompous character, too. <laughs> Who you, I feel like you used to think Chuck was a lot hotter than he is. Yeah, no, I find him terribly grating now. <laughs> I knew he was manipulating Jimmy the entire time in season one. Like, Did you? I mean, I didn't know to what end, but I was like, I would say to you, like, it seems like he's manipulating Jimmy, mm. you know? I, I I didn't think he was a good guy because um, he just seemed like such an obstacle, you know? I guess. I don't know. I liked it. I thought he was very sweet in season one. Jimmy's helping him out so much. He seems like a nice guy. Really? You thought yeah, he was sweet? That yeah, twist I think got that's me. fucking the one of the fucked up things about it is that like well, we're several episodes away from this, but like he's like you don't mean anything to me. And it's like oh, all yeah. this man does is care for you. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, I never really cared for you that much. That's one of my yeah, yeah. that's such and it's such a good delivery because he does he delivers it so nonchalantly. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, this one, the next one, so Saber Soto is the next one, uh, opens up with, like, a flashback to, uh, Don Eladio, who I did, you were like, he looks much older, and I pulled up pictures, and I was like, oh, fuck, you're right, he looks way He older. looked, like, very diminished to me, like, he looked yeah. very frail, you know? I wonder if he, like, got a disease or something, which mm. is sad. Um. Sad to think about, yeah, because it's like his muscle mass was all gone. Yeah, and he's just, his face is much wrinklier. Yeah. Um, all that really happens is uh, they bring up money from Gus's side of the operation. It's a bunch more, and Hector's all fucking mad about it. Um, <laughs> and it's not, it's much like more well organized. Yeah, and... he's like, you bring it like this now. Yeah, uh, and he goes like more like, he's like, look, Los Poyos Hermanos. And then he goes <laughs> more like the Butt Brothers. And I was like, damn, dude. That was back a good in, one. Back in the early 2000s, late 90s, that was a good burn. That was an objectively good burn. <laughs> Really? Because uh, being gay was uh, bad. And so, yeah, yeah if, you, if you say that, you're like, whoa, I'm not gay. Remember no homo? Remember when people used to say that? Oh, my God. People were still saying that in, like, to the 2010s. Were they? Yeah. And I remember people saying it in, like, my Second City classes and oh, uh, being a little, like, Ugh. confused at how people spoke to each other. Um, um. But anyhow. The DEA is raiding Hector's ice cream store, and he's all mad about it. Um, and Stacy's like, "Mike, you seem anxious later," and he's like, "I'm not." Um, oh, and this is where uh, da, 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 Hector goes to Gus's store and just kind of arranges a sit-in. <laughs> that was where, after this happens, they always Gus is always like, "I am so careful," but this is. <laughs> Like, how were his employees not like, I think Gus might be into some shit. Because <laughs> he explained it. He said in Chile they wanted money. But then he's like, but I, I, they ran away from me because I'm so forceful. And they're like, yeah. It's like, how is nobody like, okay, dude. Or are they all just like American teenagers and early 20-somethings and just going to yeah. fucking buy it, you know? Yeah. They're like, whoa, this world-weary man's seen some shit. Yeah. And he's... Um, scary sometimes i love his uh i forget the main kid's name i think it's like lyle, lyle. oh lyle lyle yeah. i love lyle i would he's who i want to spin off about you want to spin it, off it, about it, this guy who's going this to kid college? And I, I wanna, yeah. 
yeah the college admissions process is what i want the whole spinoff to be about <laughs> um yeah oh and then yeah then victor tries to pay mike for what he did and mike's like i didn't do a bit of money i did it because i don't like hector he he threatened my granddaughter can't do that um is there any jimmy in this first bit it looks like there's not oh i think this episode gets a lot of the mike stuff out of the way because the next episode there's no mike stuff it's all jimmy stuff mm. if i remember correctly um uh oh oh god okay i do love kim's plan here to just call every repairman in town to find out which one has a i think that's cool i Um, yeah that was that was a good plan and also uh that she could still be friendly after doing that 25 times is remarkable like oh yeah uh i just well i'm such a space cadet you know yeah do you like um, that she seems to be just like, nope, I'm helping Jimmy, or that and she wasn't at all like, Jimmy, what'd you do? Oh, I gotta get out of this. Or, I think it kind of seems like she understands that if she doesn't help him, that he's going to be in much worse trouble, right? Mm, uh, yeah. Or, it, I don't know. It's like, she knows they're not fabricating evidence, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It seems like as she's like, as long as you don't tell me how it's done, I'm all right with helping you out. Yeah. Because I feel like, uh, yeah, Skylar would have been a little more miffed. Yeah, like, God, this. why are you asking me to do this? Yeah. I don't want to do this. You're making me do this. Yeah. But I guess Walt's more annoying, and Jimmy's maybe a little more charming and good at convincing people of stuff. He also is probably way more appreciative. Like, yeah, it seems he like he is earnestly like, thank you. I need this. Yeah. This is my goddamn hour of need or whatever. Yeah. You know? And he seems like, I mean, and also all this comes from him, like, committing crimes for on her behalf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I loved, I almost texted you this. I was like, spoiler alert, Mike and Chuck have a scene together in this yeah. season. <laughs> I did love some of the sentences Mike puts together blow me away where he's like, uh, that's a two, that turns an afternoon job into a two days with nothing but me and myself and Ben Gay. And I was like, man, that's a zippy little mouthful. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It, uh, it, 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 to he's given his written confession a remorse pass. Oh, I forgot. Sorry. They they go over his written confession and give it a remorse pass to make him seem more remorseful. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was cute. Um, yeah, and he got, uh, Mike just takes pictures of his shit uh, to be like, man, lanterns on paper. Kind of Yeah. Not why safe. would that come up at all? And why do we always bring it up all the time? At least once every season. <laughs> I don't know, Meg. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um and then gus is uh visits mike and he's like hector's bad and mike's like all right jesus yeah. <laughs> um oh okay then they have the pre the uh, the 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 mediation session and not much happens here it's just he's like i'm sorry and yeah. he's like he makes him Chuck's such a penis here because he's like <laughs> he's like he damaged a piece of my property a tape uh, why be vague yeah why be vague he's it's, mm. uh, it's and then it was yeah. gonna be like 320 dollars, and they're like actually including the tape it's 323 dollars and 88 cents or some shit like that do you think um chuck is dead or he will be in the next ep- season as a burn victim he's dead okay he's dead there's no like he, way like he could be like bed bound and like he needs a graft uh 
He's dead. Okay, okay. I'm just saying <laughs> There's you no way, don't... Because, like, even just the trauma of being in the hospital as a burn victim, constantly surrounded by electronics and stuff, would definitely kill him, right? Okay. Okay. But... Fine. Um, <laughs> Jimmy pays for all that stuff. Okay, oh, yeah, and this is that big after... I didn't actually get why... Because this ends when she they walk away and Kim's like, bingo. And I don't really get how she got him here. Yeah, I don't know either. After meeting, I'm just going to read this paragraph. Uh, Jimmy storms out without saying another word to his brother. Kim, on the other hand, informs Chuck and I that she will suppress the tape from Jimmy hearing from Jimmy's hearing for the bar association, having deduced that Chuck made a duplicate before Jimmy's break in. Oh, it means it was like entrapment. Chuck reveals to, that Jimmy destroyed the duplicate while the real tape is under lock and key, and will definitely be played at the hearing since the bar association standards approve is lenient. I guess she wants it to be played. Maybe it's just that they know it'll be played, or that. Mm-hmm. Oh. I guess because I think the whole thing is their case is like that Jimmy's such a good brother that he like, uh, like they want the tape actually makes him seem very sincere. Yeah. Because their their whole thing at the bar association is that we're really sorry he broke in. He was mad, but all the tape shit is bullshit. He never committed a felony. Yeah. Okay. Well, the next episode, chicanery. Big episode. It, does, this one, does this the one that starts with Rebecca in the beginning? Uh, let's find out. Does this one start with Rebecca? Oh, She's yeah, it al- does. We've already seen her. Yeah. It's Rebecca, but it's Chuck's faking his condition and pretending like the power is just out. Yeah. And uh, So does he want to fuck her some more? Is that it? Is he just trying to get his dick wet? Yeah, I think he's trying to get his dick wet. Okay. In her, in her, in her labia. Yeah, uh, yeah. Is he, or is he, he wants- like... Does he have remorse about the divorce, do you think? Well, it can be both. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. either he's just trying to get laid and it's just fucking and it's meaningless and you know how that's fucking Chuck is. He just wants meaningless sex or he still loves her. What do you think it is? I think it's the former, if I'm being honest. I think it's the former. <laughs> you think he just wants I think he... a one night of passion and to never speak to the person again mm-hmm. i want yeah he wants that thing where she's on top and you just got your his face in her chest and uh and they're just going to town and she's hitting the bedpost and uh he wants all that hitting the she's hitting she's hitting the bedpost uh that, and the na- what does that show it shows that she's enjoying it but she's ah, like, ah! my bedpost hits for you good sir yeah. a and very then good the, time and it cuts indeed. to the it cuts to the neighbor next door and they're reading their paper and they hear it and you're like, and they're like, mm, and it cuts back. <laughs> Have you uh, ever gotten a note because you were too loud? Tell me. Did I thought I told you about this. No, I don't I know. Got, do you remember my last room in LA? The very last one? No, no, no. The second to last one where there was like slats. It was like not even a real room. The, 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 the one in the house, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I was dating someone that whole time, and I uh, I thought we were quiet. <laughs> and I found out uh, once uh, <laughs> my ex pissed off one of my roommates uh, that they got a, I got a very long text that they could hear us all the time. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is embarrassing. Wait, it wasn't the group, the house with like a bunch of people, right? It was there was two it was, people. It was that one that's over on Fairfax. Yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, the one with a bunch of people, I couldn't, I wasn't allowed to bring people over. That's funny. That, yeah. yeah. That's and they funny. were, and I went, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. 
and uh, oh boy. But also, you didn't even have like real doors on that one. Yeah, that's on them. They lived with a horn dog with no real doors. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, um, anyhow, that's interesting. Yeah. So Chuck wants to fuck, but he wants to fuck a bunch. He's got this condition. So Jimmy, the good brother that he is, and concerned about his brother getting his nut <laughs> off, like tries to cover everything up. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, and Chuck is a fucking wiener when she just like takes a call. Yeah, she's like, you're being a dick. And he's like, mm-hmm. say something, dude. I don't know. Like, Jimmy so earnestly wants his brother's approval. It's sad. Um. Oh, I, you know this later, but I don't. you probably didn't know when you were watching it. Because um, Jimmy visits the vet for the first time with his goldfish. Oh, yeah. And he's like, I need a guy. Smooth hands, quick hands. This is where he, get, he hires you all through him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is yeah. very cute. Well, um, I yeah. had an idea because the guy goes... And does he have to be small or something like that? <laughs> Which I feel like was written before they realized how much weight the actor who plays Huel lost. Because he's not that big a guy anymore. He's still pretty big. Like I guess. He's like, his face on Breaking Bad is... Is insane. Insanely fat. <laughs> and I think, like, I'm pretty sure I read, like, uh, when this aired and everyone's like, Huel's back. He, um, like, the actor, I think, had, like, the doctors told him, like, you need to... He might have had surgery, yeah. You you will die if you don't. Because he was wildly overweight. I can't imagine the Herculean effort it took for him to do anything. Like, I have, like, Mm -hmm. sympathy for that, you know? But I do also find what you pointed out as in the canon of Breaking Bad, he'll just gain a ton of weight after this point. let himself go. (laughs) (laughs) Something happened. Yeah. Um, So... Uh, yeah, and then there's a little bit of business where Kim tells Kevin and pa- Kevin and Paige that he's like, hey, there's some legal shit going on with Chuck and Jimmy, but it's going to be cool. And Kevin's like, Chuck sucks. And she's like, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and then it's just, it's a full-on courtroom drama, and it's so good. I do, I going back to Kevin and Paige, Kevin being like, nobody's going to rob me of the best outside counsel I've ever had. And, like, it's mm-hmm. such a moment for kim and i'm like what a oddly specific thing you needed to hear to feel gratified kim you know um, uh, but... I'm, I'm glad she did it uh so okay let's this uh like i said yeah did you i didn't warn you like hey there's an episode in this that's fucking sick wait when you watch this were you like this is something special this one i i think like uh i th- i think i didn't get clued into how good it was until Chuck took the stand. Yeah. And then when I watched that scene, I like was very drawn in and very blown away by his performance. Um, Oh, I forgot. There's a scene where um, uh, Chuck Howard tries to get Chuck not to testify. Oh yeah. And 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 Chuck's like, no, 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 I'll do it. Yeah. And he's like, all right, fucking weirdo. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, they make their opening statements that it's a few between Jimmy and Chad. Uh, they give an account of the break-in. Oh, and then, yeah, Francesca's like, the flight's been delayed. Yeah, and they have and to... This, this is another one. It's The episode's so good, but it is hard to, like, go through it because not a lot happens. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you... Did you notice it was Huel walking down the stairs at Chuck, or did you not notice until his, like, knowing wink when he turns around? I, I, knew, I knew it was Huel. You knew it was Huel. Yeah, it's fine. I, how I do you not know that it's Huel? Like, even if he really... lost a lot of weight, you know it's Huel. He lost so much weight. Uh, Anytime yeah. 
in any movie or TV show now where people bump into each other, I've come to expect that someone's either been stolen or planted, you know? Yeah, fair. Um, okay, Rebecca comes in and da da da. Sorry. Claiming he doesn't want Jimmy to toy with the rule of law, Chuck is stunned when he sees Rebecca in the courtroom after asking the committee for a recess. Oh, he has a recess. And yeah, and then later Kim and Jimmy are eating Gardettos and she's like, <laughs> you know, she'll never forgive you. And he's like, yep. Yeah. And Which even, is... and she, Rebecca comes and she's like, you gotta be a nice boy. And he's like, I'm not a nice boy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, later when she comes back to the office. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like this little, this, a little bit of, Chuck needed to react the exact way they wanted. This one is a little wizard yeah. magic for me of like, they do the phone and then Chuck's like, wait a second, I don't feel anything, which means the phone must not have a battery in it. And mm-hmm. then he does it, and then Jimmy's like, but could you check your left breast pocket? And I don't know if you're allowed to just add witness, because he's like, Hugo's on my witness list! Well, so, Hugo would have been on the witness list, period. Mm, okay. Um, and it would have been somebody that they would have known, but they might have been like, I don't know who the fuck Hugo is. Nope. It must be okay. some type of thing that they're doing. Uh, but so they can't just out of nowhere be like, if you check the list, uh, but anyways, yeah. Okay. And then they, yeah. And then his, it, Chuck's attorney's like, yeah, that, this doesn't matter. It's a, it's a non, it's like, it's like, he's a schizophrenic. It doesn't matter. He's still Roger's house. And then Chuck's like, I'm not schizophrenic. I'm not no, no, no. Yeah. Uh, to, oh, what's a joke. Uh, this chicanery, chicanery. <laughs> Good shit. Good shit. Then he um, grabs the one of the faces of the people on the uh, Nevada, the New, New Mexico law board, and goes. Ah, um, now you've been famously like you think Chuck's illness is real, uh, or you Wait, have this no, whole time, that's not, and this kind of proves it. It what? isn't like do you change your mind? <laughs> Uh, let's see. I, I will say it seems real to him, right? <laughs> um, Time Magazine ranked this the eighth best episode of television in 2017. Pretty That's cool. That's great. That was my first year in LA. Uh, ooh. When Chuck arrives to testify, the clock displays 1216 before being unhooked. 1216. That number's mm-hmm. significant. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, also the whole thing in the beginning of the episode where they're they got the addresses wrong. Uh, <gasps> That's fun. Twenty-five fifty-six, and it says fifty-six twenty-five or whatever the fuck it was. This episode has an outstanding score, nine point seven out of ten on IMDb, second highest rating of the series, only being surpassed by two episodes in season five that I'm not going to mention. <laughs> um, cool. Well, that was chicanery, and yeah, we could have done a whole episode on it. Probably shoulda, but <laughs> fuck it, fuck it. Um, we've already gone an hour just on the first half, so let's dive into the second half. The second half is much later. <laughs> There's a lot less happens in mm-hmm. this back half of the season. I genuinely forgot what the next episode was. All, all I remember about this season when I was rewatching it was I was like, I know there's a plot line of Nacho trying to switch out some pills and it takes way too long. Is what I remember. Yeah, they, the the amount of effort it took. I will. I'll say this. I was super pleased to see Colin Robinson again. Uh, however. Oh right. I forgot, yeah, he does come back. True. Yeah. I didn't I think... expect to. I when they were like, 
when Nacho went like, this means our business is concluded, I was like, we never see him again. The fact that mm-hmm. he came back at all, surprising. Yeah. I have a feeling this Vince Gilligan guy is a good guy to work for because he has no trouble getting people back. He must not be like a raging jerk. Yeah. Yeah, he must not be like, and like he, I bet he's nice to women. He must Seems be nice like to it. women. There's a lot of women writers and directors on this show, and I would like to point that out. I think that's cool. Good job, dude. Good job, guys. This uh, this next episode, written by Anne Cherkis. Mm. Anne, probably a gal. Probably. It's not um, like one of those Ashley situations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, like this has a fucking... Um, oh, yeah, we see Crazy 8. Um, oh, this uh, yeah, th- so this opens up Crazy 8 not having enough money, and then Nacho beats him up. And then later he gets his hands stuck in a sewing machine. And he doesn't even care because he's a fucking psychopath. He's fucking bad. Can I? Oh, I do want to spoil something. I want to spoil something for you. I want to spoil mm-hmm. something for you. The origin. They give an origin story to where Crazy Eight gets his name. <laughs> eventually. Wait, in this episode? No, no, no. Eventually in the show. Oh, okay. Which I think is very fun. Because of all this stuff, I don't know. Prequels are weird. Like, there's that Han Solo thing I was going yeah, off yeah, on you yeah. about. It's very similar. <laughs> Because he does, he do something with an eight ball or something like that. Not gonna say, but okay. <laughs> something where it happens. Um, oh, I forgot we're still in the bar association thing, and then it cuts to like with Kim's closing statement. Um, and uh, uh, Rebecca comes to Chuck's house, and he's like devastated on the floor, and then yeah. she comes to uh, Jimmy's office, and he's like, "I used you, honey." Oh, yeah, that's the part where he's, she's like, you have to be a good boy. And he's like, no, I don't. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's not my, she's like, you got to go talk to Chuck. And he's like, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> Hell nah. Not going to do it. Um, oh, and this is where you get to the shenan, like Mike's in a support room with Stacy and I just don't care. Yeah, but he might get some tail from it. Because... Oh, right. He's hitting, he's hitting on a lady. Yeah. He's, but um, in like that very respectful Mike way that we've never seen before. Yeah. Um, cause she's like, Hey, I volunteered to help build a playground. And he's like, what? Nah. And that lady's, <laughs> and that lady's like, what can I do to help? And he's like, it's kind of like guy stuff. And, she, <laughs> and she's like, I, that's a little sexist. <laughs> and then he's like, take this broom and make it work. And then she's like, what the fuck? Dude. <laughs> but actually since seeing that, I've noticed that like around actually like people having done that to dry cement like oh places. yeah i didn't i didn't realize they just did it with a broom yeah i, just I assumed, didn't realize it either yeah. i just assumed cement came like that <laughs> yeah oops um e, howard has scotch with chuck and I later chuck tries howard's to- point here which is just that like successful people aren't trying to get their younger brother in trouble constantly <laughs> like you have to decide to stop this because there's you're getting to a place where there's no going forward for you also, also howard looks really good without a tie and without oh my a jacket god i know with his shirt just tucked in he looks hot as fuck yeah he's great he's got it all he's a perfect package and chuck tries to hold a battery and he can't he's like no oh, it, it hurts. hurts it hurts so bad and then he um, blows on he goes please kisses 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 and howard goes okay and gives him a little bit of a kiss on his and hand. this Sorry, because this does begin maybe my least favorite five-episode run of the show. Because <laughs> then Jimmy tries to, he's out 4000 bucks for a commercial, and he goes to a carpet store, and he's like, 
uh, hey, can you, uh, oh, he does get, he's like, oh, my commercial's gonna air and I'll get in so much trouble if it airs. And yeah. then he, and like, once he, he approached the owner of a carpenter pitching to shoot a commercial for the business on the cheap. Oh, yeah. And they do it. Um, yeah. And then, uh, he uses the film crew a lot and that's okay. And Nacho picks up drugs from Victor and Tyrus and he's like, I'm supposed to pick up six, but, uh, so we don't get mad at me. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. And they're like, you know, you take five and they put a gun to him. And then, uh, I liked when Hector was like, did they shit bricks and piss their branches or something like that? And it's like, no, they drew a gun to my head. And the other guy was like, it was fine. Uh, God. Um, he's not a good actor. He's not. Um, who's not a good actor? Oh, Hector's not. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, they they do have another. I forgot this episode. They have another fucking part that just makes absolutely no sense if you've never seen Breaking Bad, which is Gus kind of tours the laundry facility and then walks out, and Lydia's in the car. Yeah. And it's you're supposed like, to go, oh, oh, my God, he knows her. Yeah, You're supposed to, if you saw this in a crowded theater, you'd have a very similar reaction to several of the scenes in Spider-Man, which we're not, we can't talk about here. <laughs> we're we not allowed. It's done. <laughs> it's done. Well, we spoil, we, there's no spoiler. Where, like, people might be listening to this and they never saw Spider-Man. That's, that's true. Uh, that's true. That's true. Oh, we'll just say there's stuff that the audience likes in Spider-Man. And, and they, they go, go oh, 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 or, oh, um, yeah, uh, yeah, and Chuck walks around downtown with a space blanket on. Nothing. Ha- I don't know how we would have done a single episode on this. Nothing happens. In this he, yeah, he calls on a payphone. You know, and he, he calls a doctor on a payphone. Um, oh, I guess the big thing is he makes a commercial to sell commercials, and Saul Goodman's the name he uses. And I like King's when like, he so- goes that face. Like <laughs> that's a fun. It is very fun, and he has a beard. I don't know why. Yeah, and why do you think? Kim is even bothered by this. She's like really dismayed by it. I think she's like, this is weird. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Um, how's he start hanging out? Like, is he going to film a commercial? Wait, Jimmy approaches the owner of a carpet store pitching to shoot a commercial of the business on the cheap. Oh, oh, okay. And then he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Huh. Oh, cause that's why he does it. Cause he doesn't want Jimmy McGill to be on there. Cause he doesn't want the, his clients to see it. Yeah. I guess, yeah. And, oh, because he almost has the girl do it. And, oh, he has Josh Fadum try. Do you remember that? And he's like, yeah. you, say this. That was fun. Um, oh, this is the first time Gus and Lydia are ever shown together because they weren't on Breaking Bad. Cool, don't care. All right. The next one's called Expenses, and this is... Jimmy tries to shoot a bunch of commercials. I don't know what to talk about. Yeah, I mean, and he doesn't do well, and nobody's buying it. And he also does uh, community service. Right? He does community service. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, and he doesn't get his hours because he was off the phone the whole time. Yeah, even though he picked up the most trash. He picked up the most trash. Um, and then he's like, try zipping around. Oh, and this is where Colin Robinson comes in. Yeah. And he's like, I can order these. I can order these pills. How did? Oh, because when Hector freaked out, that's when. He Nacho got picked up a pill. Pills. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I remember now. Yeah. I guess I do remember more of this than I thought I did. Because I, yeah, me I and Meg it. watched this like two weeks ago. I want to say. Yeah, about that. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I watched it before we recorded the season two episode. I was ahead. <laughs> um. Well, lucky you. Lucky me. I've seen them all. They're so good. I could watch them 
they they don't need to make any more TV. <laughs> They've I already like made the perfect TV. I'm dunking on these episodes right now, but I still love them. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot of Josh Fadum in this um, back half, which is very fun, though. I do like that. Yeah, and he's just uh, being kind of a sass-ass. Yeah, he yeah. tries to commit. Uh, he fucks up his he, car. Yeah, I like the rec- the recliner store where the guy's like, so guy sit so back. Weird. Yeah. On sit. I was like, is this even an actor? Is this a literal local businessman? It looked like a Bo- Bobby Moynihan knockoff, didn't it? Like it? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. This is where Mike starts repairing cement with that girl. Um, and, oh, and then later on he sees Colin Robinson and he's like, I wanted to hire you for a job. <laughs> uh, and, and Mike is like, hey, absolutely not. And don't get involved <laughs> with this. And he's like, I'm already involved. He's like, we'll make up an excuse. Like, I already told him I could get it. Uh, uh-huh. If you look up that guy, I forget his name, besides Colin Robinson, his wife is beautiful. How, what are we doing wrong? Why can't we get beautiful wives and husbands? Wait, Colin Robinson's wife in real life is beautiful? I think so, yeah. That's good for him. I mean, he's a star. Yeah, that's true. And he probably makes a lot of money. Yeah, that's true. Chicks love money. Oh my God, do they ever. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, Kim take. I do like the editing on this where Kim sets an alarm for a five-minute nap and then closes her eyes and immediately the alarm goes off. Yeah. So that, does, that is how it feels. Um, and it's good foreshadowing. Oh, it sure is. Um, and this. Oh, she yells at Paige, which is kind of nice. Kinda yeah, she like, puts Paige in her place, but then immediately is like, yeah, that was mean of me. I shouldn't have done that. Too far, too far. But I'm um, I'm PMSing and I didn't get a good nap. Yeah, is she a PMS age, Kim? Late forties. No, is it late forties that she is? I assume so. Really? I don't know when you have PMS, but that's a, how old Kim is, I think. You go through menopause sometime in your forties, in okay. early fifties. Okay. Oh right, sorry, I was mixing PMS and menopause. That's what I <laughs> she could um, be going through menopause, sure. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Oh, sick. She, she looks have to great wrap it up. if she's in late 40s. My good God. I mean, the actress is 49. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. And she's in my top five celebrity crushes. Okay. Which I wrote out the other day, which is fun. <laughs> to send to someone, they asked me, what are your top five celebrity crushes? And she's one of them. I realized, because you're always adding me like older women, and four out of the five were in their late 30s or 40s. Is that That's true of you? So you not consider that an older woman? No, I consider, I'm just like, no, it's like, I feel like most people's celebrity crushes are like stars in their like mid-20s and yeah. for whatever reason. Mine, the only one close to that was Gal Gadot. <laughs> how old is Gal Gadot? I don't know how old Gal Gadot is. I think she's, I, she's actually might be 30. Really? She's a mom and everything. That's so surprising. Oh, Jesus. She's 36. Yeah, I thought she was. <laughs> so every one of them is in their late 30s or? Mid, well, she's a mid-30s person. Mid-30s. Okay. Because it was Gal Gadot, Rashida Jones, Olivia Wilde. Olivia um, Wilde, really? Tina Fey. And Rhea Seahorn, mm. a.k.a. Kim. That, that's a solid list. I like that Tina list. Fey, really? I, 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 I think Tina Fey's so cute. Really? Yeah. Wow. All right. I think Tina Fey's very cute. <laughs> Sue me. I'm not going to take you to court over that. That seems like a waste of everyone's time. Who's your top five celebrity crush? Do I have to do that? Do I have no, to have I, The only reason I had that offhand is because like, I was texting a friend and we were doing it yesterday. And oh. That was mine. Um... She had George Clooney as number one. You know, one of my, can I tell you, uh, one of mine for a long time was Tim Curry. Um, I saw him. That makes in, sense. I saw him in Clue and I thought he was so handsome. And Was then, Clue like this sexual awakening for you? No, 
But I will tell you, wait, did I already tell you this story? Is that why you said that? About Michael McKean and Clue? Oh, no. I will tell you what an actual sexual awakening was for me. I saw Clue and I thought he was so hot. I just thought he was so sexy. And then my parents were like, oh, if you liked Clue, if you like Tim Curry, you should see Rocky Horror Picture Show. I was pretty young. I was like in middle school. And I was like, okay. And I got Rocky Horror Picture Show. And I was like, what is this movie? This second Tim Curry comes out and he does the thing where he like marches from the elevator to the stairs and the platform and he turns around and he throws off his cloak and he's in like a corset and everything and panties. I got so turned on for the very first time <laughs> in my entire life. And I didn't know what was happening. I was so wow. confused. Uh, and then I found that like a lot of people found him sexy like that in that movie. But I, I found him sexy. I was 11 and I was like, oh, what? <laughs> like, and so I was very like, what do I like for a long time? Because I... it just turned out to be Tim Curry. Like, I saw that for the first time like three years ago. Really? Yeah. I saw, yeah. Wow. I, saw, I found him sexy as fuck. Yeah, he's really hot in that. So Tim Curry's up there. Um... Yeah, it's hard to say. I don't know. It's I I really do like Patrick Fabian. I like Howard Hamlin a lot. I like that. Oh, I I would love it if you had him on your list because then we both have people from this show on our list. Um, they go to the uh, they have to take a bus to a shoot, and it's just kind of like, hey, we're oh, do, do, were you surprised that the Sklar brothers showed up in this, or do you not know who they are? I know who they are. Please, yeah. I know who they are. I don't um, know. I, I I haven't really like heard about them for like years. But I watched a lot of Doctor Cats when I was younger. Uh, oh, okay, I didn't know they were on that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I very I've been interested in comedy since I was young. Uh, okay, so uh, <laughs> I definitely know who the Sklar brothers are, and yeah, I was surprised to see them, especially yeah, because they're... it's like you're right; they haven't done much, and now they have, you know this um yeah. it was fun yeah and they're like they they're like hey uh this is uh shitty and then he's like i'll film it for free i'll just do it for free yeah and then you'll get um, more people and then you have to pay me yeah and then he after they're done the makeup artist is like here's your money yeah he's like i'm just fucking tired yeah i'm so tired um this is oh, I will, mo- can i tell you something there's a yeah. season of sabrina where they all lose their magical powers and it's just kind of a fucking bummer of a season because everything you like about the them, yeah. that character is gone. This is what I felt like watching this, watching him hustle to not do what he, to just get by. It's like, God, I don't care. Like, Buckle I, up for season four. Oh, no. <laughs> Buckle up. It's a year. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, because, oh, yeah, we didn't really mention that. Yeah, his sentence is he has a year where he can't be a lawyer. Yeah, but, like... Watching a person just fail for a long time, it gets mm-hmm. tiring. Because you're already like, my life's not going that great. I turn on the TV as an escape and watch this guy have a hard time. Uh, uh, you know, it's hard. Yeah. I uh, I will say I've already finished season four. And I, I liked it a lot more than I remember liking it. Because I okay. remember thinking that about the whole season. And maybe it's because now I, I know what happens in season five. And I'm like, oh, this sets up season five so beautifully. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do, I think, I have a feeling you might not like it, but maybe you'll like it on a rewatch. I'll try it out. I have, yeah. I am compelled to watch it start to finish, you, you know? You must try it out. Yeah, yes. I will we'll stop being friends if you're just like, nah, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah. And I'm like, well, fuck you. <laughs> I'm going to watch it I probably all by the end of the week, uh, you know. 
Um, yeah, Mike goes to a support group and I don't care. He talks to that lady. Yeah. He might fuck. He did. And do you think Mike's trying to fall in love with this woman? Uh, or do you think he's just trying to get his dick wet? Uh, I think he can't help but be drawn to her magnetism. Um, okay. He seems to be past the age where he's just trying to get his dick wet. Though he okay. must be very close Fuck. to the same age as... Uh-oh. Sorry, I dropped my mouse. He must be close to the same age as, as my, um, Michael McKean in this, right? I feel like, yeah, he's looked a million years old forever. Uh, um, either way, um, yeah, I think he's trying to fall in love. I think he's yeah. They talk. yeah. He's, they they talk and for whatever reason then he goes and calls Colin Robinson. He's like, "I'm in." And then he goes um, and tries deliberately to find that lady's husband's body. Like yep. that's the strangest thing any man has ever done to court someone. Like, I'll find your dead husband's body so you can find Does he do these. Wait, is this real or are you doing a bit? He goes into the, the reservation, remember with the the metal detector and Oh, just, I thought he was fu- I thought he was that for her. I thought he was finding. Oh, I thought he was finding the good Samaritan who died, um, when he robbed the truck. And maybe, maybe I misinterpreted it. I well, thought... when we get when we get there, it'll say for sure. So okay, my that, bad. Okay, no, that's maybe you're right, and maybe I was totally wrong. No, it's probably what you said. I misinterpreted it. It's no. Let's just see, but I won't be surprised we'll when out. I'm wrong. Do you want to put some money on it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Okay. Um, the least confident th- bet ever. Like, I, I don't know. There's a scene where Kim and Jimmy go in, like, to a restaurant, and they, they're like, hey, we'll con this person by doing this. And then Jimmy's like, let's fucking do it. And Kim's like, whoa, we're joking. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Um, I do love the ending of this episode. Um, there's there, uh, uh, Mike meets Nacho, and he's like, hey, uh, just make sure you do, when you do this, uh, switch the pills back. Uh, that's it. Oh, the reason Nacho's doing this is because Hector has determined that he will use Nacho's dad's business to smuggle drugs into the country. And he That's... also knows that Nacho's dad, uh, Nacho knows of his own father, is not going along with Hector, and uh, mm-hmm. Hector doesn't like him for that reason. Yeah. Um and then, I, I, I forgot about that. Mike agrees to Nacho and Daniel's exchange when Nacho shows him the money and gives him one more thing, which Mike pulls out a pen in anticipation. I forget what that is. I don't know what um, they talking about. So this is maybe oh, this maybe is that's the coordinates where they buried the body or something like that. Possibly, yeah. yeah. Um, this is one of my favorite scenes of the season uh, of the show. Was Jimmy talking to the insurance lady? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I love this. So wait, then how culpable do you find Jimmy in his own brother's death? Pretty culpable. Yeah, uh, I, I, this is a major part of it. Oh, yeah, it's a big part of it. This yeah. this spirals out of control. I just love that it's in the transcript. Yeah. <laughs> and then she, he's like, wait, you're not going to do anything. And she goes, you're I not, wouldn't worry about it. You're not going to? Okay, I just need a break. Because I thought he was being sincere at the beginning. And yeah. then clearly, I love that. Uh, Bob, good acting when he walks out. He's like, he does a good I'm mad face. Yeah. Um. Okay. And okay, we're around and we're in the home stretch here. And maybe this is why the season feels lumpy is because it doesn't feel like, oh, we are third act. We're barreling towards the finale. It definitely feels like, all right, stuff's happening. Yeah. Um. Because so, the next. Oh, yeah. This one opens up with Mike. Uh, there's a flashback 
it's very blue and they get a coin from him the, and Marco get a coin from the store. I don't care. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Mike drives to the truck of the su- the site of the truck robbery and retrieves a metal detector. Okay. Yeah. My bad. It was with, exactly along with the information said. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. No. Now that I think him. about it, of course he, it couldn't have been that guy's body because he was missing for years and that body was still pretty intact. So silly, silly, yeah. silly. I'm sorry. But Don't apologize. To it's place. not like you kicked me out of a job or something. I just, I just should have paid better attention. Um, we get the return of Hot Doctor. Yeah, we do, and she's um, in a different capacity now, where she's yeah, trying she's, to help the dude. Yeah, which is nice. This yeah, and this is just like this whole back half is just Chuck trying to like live his best life. <laughs> he's trying to get it on back. Yeah, get his ass in gear and get it together, but he's. He's too gung-ho about it. He doesn't know He's how to, gung-ho. you know, temper his expectations for his progress. Yeah. And then Jimmy goes to the Sklar brothers and they're like, you know what? We did one commercial. We don't need any more. Fuck you. And I don't know how they filmed this slip. Because this looks really bad. Do you remember that when he slips? Oh, on the yeah. Drumstick? When he slips and falls and that's, well, we'll talk about it later. But yeah, that's a bad fucking fall. He definitely could have gotten a concussion like that, you know? Yeah, I... Well, I don't know if there's, like, some tricky editing here. Maybe else it'll be in the trivia where they, like, splice two shots together and it's a stuntman. Yeah, probably. Because it's, cl- it's, I don't know if you remember the shot. It's Bob, like, talking to them and literally walking away in one shot and slipping. Yeah. Um, and then... Well, I always wondered how they did the shot in the Fly episode where he falls from the oh, top right. and hits the thing and falls on the ground. So they... That's a great shot. Yeah. And I remember CG. when we had uh, our friend Lauren Scharf, LL Cool Scharf, on all the mm-hmm. Instagrams and all that shit. She was like, no, that's really easy to do. And I was like, well, well. Oh, yeah. Kim runs into Howard and at the restaurant with Kevin and Paige. And he's all there. Kim and Howard have a little pissing match. Yeah. That's um, on you, Kim. No, that's on yeah. you. And they keep saying that. And then they start uh kissing he writes her yeah he writes her a check for college and he's like no i'm not gonna pay for it um (laughs) and uh now then there's like nine minutes of nacho pretending to practicing dropping a pill bottle (laughs) yeah it's on for so long (laughs) they what do we need to know that much for you know i like i would have believed that he was good at doing that without needing to see him practice you know um, and Chuck, Chuck starts walking to a supermarket and counting the colors of stuff. Yes. Okay. Keeping uh, himself grounded. That's a good grounding exercise. They. It's a good grounding exercise. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jimmy plays guitar on the floor. That's fun. Uh, and the big thing here is he's like, hey, Kim, I got my side of the rent. Don't worry. Everything's cool. Yeah. You're being kind of a nag. <laughs> Uh, he doesn't say that. He doesn't say that. He wouldn't. Walt would say that. He wouldn't say that. Yeah. He loves Kim. Um, they fuck a lot more, I think, than Walt and Skyler did. Oh, well, we see every time they fuck Walt and Skyler. We see. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. uh, clever of Nacho to break the air conditioning. I thought that was clever. Yeah. And then Hector gets all hot and bothered. And he switches out the pills, and it takes 25 minutes to fucking do. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very long scene. And then... Uh... Yeah, this episode, not a lot. There's literally two more things. Jimmy uh, kind of cons the 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 
what's the thing? Community service guy. Oh, the, yeah, the, I know what you're talking about. To by letting another guy free for money. Yeah. Uh, and he lays down. And then the end is just Mike saying, hey, Gus, I got money I can't spend from season two. You remember then. Uh, <laughs> would you help me out? And Gus shakes his hand. That's the end of the episode. And you're like, oh, they're partners in Breaking Bad. And now they're partners here. So, you know, cool. I'm sorry. I Yeah, I don't. I'm being, I, I sound like I'm down on these. No, I mean, like you said, mm-hmm. it's just kind of like a little bit of watching Jimmy be castrated is hard. It's uh, hard. And the, there's they kind of jump around a little bit, and it's not like building to one climactic moment like a lot of Breaking Bad did. Yeah, because like, there's two episodes of Jimmy trying to sell commercials, and that's the plot. And then for the rest of the season, starting this next episode, Jimmy's plot is I'm trying to get Sandpiper to end. Yeah. By convincing a bunch of old ladies to settle. Yes. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, he meets Irene, that lady who's good on her for not being dead so they could shoot this. Yeah, thank you, <laughs> Irene, for sticking it out. Um, Should we find out if she's still not dead? Yeah, go ahead. Check out Let's Irene. see. Portrayed by Jean Efron. Oh, Nora Efron. Yeah, remember we were talking about that, that's Zac Efron's grandma? Right, right. And we talked about, okay. Hold on. Oh, and yeah, we found her fucking IMDb. Oh, and it's yeah, like, her resume. You found her resume. She did a lot. I found of her resume, theater. and she she does a lot of local theater. Okay, yeah, she's alive. Hey, um, she didn't seem hey. that old. Like she didn't seem like no. Yeah, she's twenty six. She has that disease <laughs> from the movie Jack. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, and he's like, he would learn that he would get one point six or one point one six million dollars if she just settled now, but like. If they hold it out for another three years, then like he'll he'll get like one point four yeah. million dollars, which he feels and like isn't enough, or like yeah. isn't worth the wait. Mike meets Lydia at Madrigal, whom later he'll point a gun to her head a couple times. A couple times, he really likes threatening Lydia. Yeah, <laughs> he hates her. But to be fair, she put a hit out on him. She did put a hit. She put a hit out on me. No, he put. Uh, he says it like. He says it like he's like, she put a hit out on me. Like, he's like, tattled tail it to like, you know, he's like, that guy stole from me. I don't know. There's like the. She, uh, I do like that she has this reverence for Gus that we clearly obviously don't get to see on Breaking Bad, where she's like, he's like, you're going to do all this for a drug dealer. And she's like, Gus is much more than a drug, drug dealer. dealer. You don't know. And, she, yeah. and so Mike is on board as a security consultant. That's the last we see of him this season. He's not in the next episode. And. Uh oh, and then uh, da, 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 da. well, he uh, probably made, is just getting fucking laid. He's getting he's getting hella laid with yeah. that woman from yeah. whose name I did not commit to memory. There's a very fun scene where they meet with the insurance company, and Chuck's all fucking mad. Uh, yeah, oh, and he threatens them to uh, with litigation, and they go, "If you're threatening litigation, then this meeting is over." And he goes, "Then I guess it's over." Mwah. And he blows a little kiss at them, like a little. Mm-hmm. Mwah. Mwah. Uh, Kim meets a client in Texas who might give her some more money because she's working hard. She wants to save the office. Yeah, she's doing great. Because can't make no money. She's, she's, she's working, working real hard. hard. And she has a really quick fix for his oil thing. And mm-hmm. uh, and he's like, yeah, I buy it. And then, yeah. She hears about this through Kevin, right? Yeah, he's like, this guy doesn't know what to shit or wind his watch. Uh, which I didn't know <laughs> you, that you ever confused the two. And there's a long scene of her car 
being stuck. Yeah, but she yeah, catches okay. it. She doesn't let she it. She catches it. Yeah. God bless America. Yeah. She caught it. Um, oh, yeah. And Jimmy confronts Howard in a parking garage. He's like, hey, you should settle that case. And he's like, hey, you get out of here, Jimmy. Yeah. This is your, <laughs> you know, you greedy bastard. Get out of here. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, is this the episode where Hector chokes on the pills or has a stroke oh no 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 he has like a little mini like and he takes some uh, the fake pills and he's fine yeah and he's fine yeah okay and then and then uh nacho goes i knew he was just taking those for attention uh (laughs) (laughs) he does smash a phone when he finds out that uh uh because he wanted to like switch over to nacho's dad but don Juan Bolsa's like, no, 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 no. You just use the chicken trucks. Yeah, we're just going to do it, this. It isn't personal or whatever. It's so much easier, yeah. guys. Come on. And he's like, but he's gay. <laughs> uh, uh, I, so I'm torn. I think the mall walking stuff is very fun. But just the fact that it's the last two episodes for our main character is a little annoying. Yeah, I mean, it's weird to have Jimmy's last act here in this season be manipulating a bunch of old people constantly and in many different ways. Yeah, he makes everyone hate Irene. Uh, Yeah, and does he make Irene think that he wants to fuck her? Like, she's so, like, like, she loves him, you know? Yeah, well, he's charming. Yeah, he really is. He's very, he seems very nice. And I'm assuming Bob Odenkirk is charming, too, if he can play a charmer so well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, and then he tells all her friends, like, hey, I mean, it's Irene's choice. I mean, you guys will get a little more money, but, uh, you know, up to her. Because he, oh, and he buys her nice shoes. That's Yeah. He buy he spends so much money on shoes. Well, because he doesn't know her shoe size. Yeah. So he buys every size she could possibly be. And then I but hope he can return those, you know. He's short on money. <laughs> no honor. He, also, what a weird transaction at the shoe store. I'll take one of each. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, oh, and then, yeah, he's like, hey, Dad, uh, some mobsters are going to come in. And, uh, oh, wait, wait. Yeah, some mobsters are going to take away uh, a hold of your shop, so like, just be cool about it. Don't be a dick. <laughs> um, oh, Howard's secretary delivers him an envelope from Chuck, which he assumes to be Chuck's resignation. Uh... Oh, he's suing HHM. Oh, I forgot that we skipped Howard. Is like, hey, Chuck, fucking quit. Yeah, like, hey, dude. Yeah, wiener. Uh, why don't you just go and write a book or something? And he's like, I don't appreciate you inferring that I need to stop doing law. Uh, oh, his lights are on now. He's like cooking. Yeah, he's better. And But then as soon as Howard leaves, he's like, ow, 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 ow. Yeah. Um, Jimmy rigs bingo, I guess. With metal <laughs> paint and, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, my ahead. kids were around when this scene was happening and my son was like, what is he doing? And I'm like, rigging, or maybe it was my daughter, but it was like, hey, rigging bingo. And they were like, okay. Like, it was, I, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. Sure. I guess. Yeah. Do you often mix up your son and your daughter? When it comes, I, not, yes, uh, often, I think I just have node and brain for child, and I'll be like, mm, okay, I can't, it's not as though I confuse the two of them, I just like, I don't know, my ADD dyslexic brain just shoots out words sometimes, and well, they're very often, more often than not, not correct. The point, he convinces Irene to settle, uh, and- But her friends will he, not forget what she has done. Forget. 
But then he's like, Francesca, do shots with me. And Kim's like, I gotta go. <laughs> and she drives out the road. Phenomenally edited, this car crash. Yeah, I do yeah, love yeah. how it happens. It really does capture falling asleep in the car, I think. I don't know. It's You're never falling asleep in no, the car? No, no, no. Nothing like that's ever happened to me. I call I my mommy and daddy when I feel too tired and I make them talk to me. I, yeah. When I was driving out to New York from LA, it was very, my dad was like, anytime I was just like, Oh, he's like, you tired? You tired? We need a switch. And he's a very concerned parent. It's very lovely, but it was annoying. <laughs> it's a very nice man. Yeah. Um. Uh. Oh, wow. Here's some trivia from this episode. There was a store in the mall called Crazy 8, and many fans think this is a reference to the character Crazy 8. However, this may be a coincidence since Crazy 8 is a real kid's clothing store. <laughs> I think it's a real kid's clothing store. Um. Ooh. Ah, oh, fuck. This ruins the show. There is a potential timeline inconsistency of this episode. A scene in the mall shows Jimmy strolling through wearing a style of shoes similar to Sketch or Shape Ups. These shoes were not released until much later than this show takes place. That's an anachronism. That's an anachronism. I can't watch the show anymore. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. We're on to the finale. All right. Called Lantern. I don't know why. <laughs> um... Did you, what do you think of the cold open here where he's just reading a story and just zooms into a lantern? Oh, like, very uh. subtle. Uh, also, when the, <laughs> even, even the fucking 17 year old version of Chuck is a freaking dickhead, like to a yeah. little boy. Yeah. She's quiet. Yeah, sure is. I'm reading this children's story. Everything will be fine. Yeah. Um, I was very sad when Kim got hurt. She's in the hospital in this one and it makes me sad. It is, yeah. you know, he, he has real concern for her, mm-hmm. you know. It's sweet. Yeah. And he goes and he he goes and picks up all her papers, mm. and it's so nice. Um, and Chuck confronts Howard, and Howard's like, "Haha, I forget what he does." But he's like, "Everyone's here to wish you good luck." Oh, he writes him a check. He's like, "I'll buy you out. Fuck you." Yeah, and he's like, "I know HHM doesn't have enough money." He's like, "Well, here's the first of three payments from my personal money and several loans." Uh, sure. And he also brings up a good point of like, I just suggested maybe you retire and you sued me. <laughs> like, how is that not a huge betrayal? I've was like, worked with you for weird... nearly 20 years. You're a big weirdo. Yeah. You have a weird mental thing. <laughs> Go away. Yeah. Everyone's going to clap for you. Yeah. Um, uh, and I did actually like that Howard put him in that position with the whole play, like, like as a last, like, uh-huh. fuck you, dude. Come on, man. Yeah, he's like, everyone, I want to give a round of applause to Chuck McGill. Yeah. That's very Effective nice. Effective immediately. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, and Jimmy's so nice to Kim while she's recovering. Uh, and feeling that the Mesa Verde address swap was the root cause of Kim overworking herself. Oh, he blames himself. Oh, okay. Um, and she's like, no, no, no. This is my own decision. I work too hard. Yeah. Uh, that's nice. Um, oh, and then Hector shows up at the upholstery shop and he's like, here's some money, innocent man. And he's like, I right, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I don't like this guy not taking my money and letting me yeah. racketeer or whatever. The fuck. With some good acting. He's a good actor. Hector. <laughs> <laughs> Poppy, I do think, he says. I think Nacho's dad's a pretty good actor. Yeah, but I, yeah, there is yeah. something I've noticed about both Jimmy's dad and Nacho's dad, and I don't know what is going on with Jimmy's dad. J- yeah, Jimmy's dad and Nacho's dad, where oh. they're both described as like very honest, almost yeah. like 
very to a fault good men like you usually don't have an absolute good character um mm. here it works to some of their detriments like that yeah uh and i wonder what is going on with vince gilligan and his own dad that's all if he's like he's like my dad's sick he's really nice <laughs> i love my dad but he's too nice dad. sometimes dad. and like i wish he'd stick up for me more or something dad's rule yeah dads are great <laughs> Um, it's like that line from uh, that movie Get Out where he's like I don't know everybody admires their dad right and that guy goes I don't know do they and he's like very much no I don't know why I said that (laughs) Um, yeah Kim's about to get back on the saddle with Francesca but then she's like you know what cancel everything and they go to Blockbuster I think that's fun yeah they do which is you know did you go to Blockbuster a lot I worked at a Blockbuster right yeah i remember yeah does this bring you back to that to those times yeah i don't i don't Uh i wouldn't hate a job like that like i mean i'm not saying i'm actively seeking that type of work but like all things considered a job like that in my late teens early 20s was perfect because there was no real food waste involved and it was just Mm -hmm. like category it wasn't hard it was easy you know yeah i've worked retail and in food service and i would much rather work retail i guess blockbuster counts as retail right i suppose so yeah yeah but just i don't know not working with food is such a fucking delight yeah i mean the only food they had was like bottled beverages and like popcorn and candy and shit like that yeah because there's so i'm just bad with like i shouldn't be trusted around food service because i'm just like it's fine (laughs) i just find garbage food garbage to be appalling and i can't handle it Oh, it's it's gross. Yeah, um, I would it. I would it would put me off of eating food for a long time. Uh, what happens next in this fucking? We're on the finale, you guys. Shut up. Um. <laughs> uh, oh, 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 oh. Oh. This is a very sad scene where Jimmy goes to check on Chuck, and he's like, "All the lights are on." This is quite different than last season finale, Chuck, where all you had all that bullshit on the walls. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, "Jimmy, it never really mattered to me that much." And he's like, oh, all right, I guess I'll just fuck off then. Yeah, let's, he's like, I, he's like, you're going to hurt people. It's what you do. You're just shitty. Yeah. And that's okay. So um, why even he, feel bad about it? Like, why go through this bad. whole song and dance? And then he switches off all the breakers because he can't sleep. And he's like, I'm a sham. Uh, does he, do you think he feels bad about how he spoke to Jimmy? Or what do you think no. is? No, I don't think he feels bad. I think he's Chuck. Think <laughs> well, what Chuck. do you, what do you think sets off this cascade? Like not having anything else in his life now. He's not a lawyer. He doesn't have his brother. Yeah, I think I think that. And then just genuinely, he thinks this is. He's like, I feel pain or electricity. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, I think I think he's he's nothing. He's going cuckoo banana pants. Yeah, yeah, what's yeah. Going yeah. On. Um, yeah, and he, Jimmy goes to Irene, and he's like, hey. Hey, this is cool. We're winning. She's like, yeah, yeah, my social life's ruined. And then he goes and tries to make it better. And all the ladies are like, can't trust her ever again. And so then he's like, the only thing I can do. (laughs) The first time they brought up, oh, we're doing chair yoga. And then he doesn't go. I was like, oh, we were really cheated out of the opportunity to see him at chair yoga. And then you see him in chair yoga like two or three times. (laughs) He comes back. Oh, then he uh, runs it, which yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. He's not, he's not certified. Yeah. And uh, how did he? Which, and also, what? like, how did he get the person to call out sick so he could do it? it? That didn't make a lot of sense. I don't know. Maybe he volunteered. Um. Yeah, and he does that big grift with Aaron, uh, from Davis and Maine, yeah. where he's like, eh, "This is kind of clever, but 
I it, I did find it cringy. It was this was this was for me the most cringy, like hard to watch was him going back in there and having to deal with the old ladies hating him. Yeah. Yeah, maybe sad. I was they loved him. I feel I just had a thought because I feel like we're going to get an episode in season 4 where we see like all the lawyers we've met at like Chuck's funeral. But mm-hmm. I'm wondering if Rich Swikehart like reconnects with uh Kim and she like realizes that it would be more manageable to like actually work for him again, you know. I don't know. Unpack that. Okay. Why do you think that? Well, because she's like totally unable to manage her own workload. Mm. She worked herself to the point where she almost got killed. And Rich Swikehart seems like a nice guy. So I could definitely see him be like, well, if you, the offer still stands, you know. Oh, okay. That's all. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I don't think, I think that guy's going to come back. I I think we're going to see all the lawyers because. I I do like that actor a lot. Yeah. I don't like how he looks, but I thought he did it. I'd like that character once it wasn't season one anymore. Yeah, because he's like a foil in season one. He's like, actually, because Chuck's the good guy and he's the mean lawyer representing the shitty retirement community. And so, and Um, I guess that is something interesting where it's like the fake, tough, grouchy attitude lawyers assume just to defend their client. And then they're actually, Mm -hmm. they have to drop it. They don't actually believe what they're doing sometimes, you know? I like that Aaron is actually like, I meant every word, Jimmy. (laughs) Yeah. and I think this is this is the last we see. Oh, we see him moving out of the offices of Wexter and McGill, and they lay off Francesca. Yeah. Um, and he throws away his Rolodex because he's like, I. Which I guess this is good because when they started making him about elder law, I was like, well, eventually he has to become like a criminal defense lawyer, and I don't know how he'll get out of this. So this is kind of a elegant solution, I guess. Yeah. Even though I've been dunking on this half of the season, <laughs> um, but yeah, then Chuck breaks all the, his shit in his house. Is <laughs> he's he goes cuckoo bananas and he because he sees the meter still running he's like where is it yeah he calls the power guy and they can't get um, there till wednesday and that's that's not soon enough that's that's not he can't do it and uh what what why oh and then Juan Bulsa tells hector he's like i came up here in person to tell you you can't use the upholstery the upholstery shop just use be nice with gus he's gay it's fine <laughs> I think these, I think these gays are going to get a lot more rights going forward. <laughs> um, and he's like, nah, 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 nah. Uh, and then he, uh, and then he collapses. And uh, Gus is like, Nacho, why are you picking up those pills? What are you doing that, Nacho? So, you know, see what happens there. <laughs> and then he gives him um, mouth to mouth. Right? He does give him mouth to mouth. But the police are showing like, up. How does he not get suspicion from the police when he's giving mouth to mouth to a known cartel associate? I think they call the police. I don't think he'll be there when they show up. Ooh, he runs away. He'll run away. He'll run away squealing. Um, and, oh, I guess, because well, I don't think they call the police. They call an ambulance. Yeah, but still, like, they're going to take a statement. Uh, I guess. Yeah, because he gives him, like, Nacho gives the ambulance driver the pills. He's like, yeah, he was taking these. Mm. Yeah, because he switched them out. Um, he gave the pills to the CPR. Oh, there's this little scene I do like when he's uh, watching movies with Kim, and he's like, shit. I just figured out a way to make all the old people like each other. <laughs> but I really don't want to do it. Yeah. Which is another way Jimmy's different than Walt. Walt would have never done this. Yeah. Um, and then... Yeah, they leave, and he's like, hey, Kim, we gotta let you go. Um, 
and Francesca's or, or not Cam, yeah. Francesca, we're gonna have to let you go. And she's like, I'm gonna work at the DMV. I'll never see you again. This was fun, um, but I've learned that I belong at the DMV. Um, and then Chuck's at home, uh, kicking a bunch. He's kicking <laughs> a table. Yeah, he's definitely he's like in the fetal position, just kicking a table over and over <laughs> again. What do you think his thought process is here? Uh. He's probably like, I should probably kill myself. I think he was just like, God, this place is a mess. This will be the quickest way to clean it up. This will clean it up. Yeah, this lantern shouldn't be there. It should be there. But to get it part the way there, <laughs> let me kick it a bunch. Yeah. He looks very, like, drooly-faced. Yeah, he um, seems, because he, he, they even have that shot from above when he's in the bed, and he's kind of just, like, catatonic. Like, I don't know. He just can't fucking deal with himself. Oh, there's a cute thing Kim does where she's like, he throws away his Rolodex because he's like, old people never talk to me. And Kim's like, you never know. No. And she takes that. It's very cute. They're, they both enable each other a little bit, but they're very cute. <laughs> um, Yeah. And that's the, that's the season. We just did the whole season. And you know what? I'm at the beginning of this episode. I said I was upset. We weren't doing episode per, but after some of these episodes, I realized that would have been difficult. So I'm glad we did a whole season. Hurrah. Hurrah. See how I change my mind a lot? See how I do it? <laughs> it's okay. It's the human condition to change your mind a lot. It's I why guess. they gave it one just... that's changeable, you know? Some people are just so resolute. Um, what grade do you give this season? And, I, and I'm, hey, I might get mad at your grade, but that doesn't mean you need to change your grade. Okay. Honestly, <laughs> I still think this is a B to B plus. Uh, oh, fuck you. <laughs> I think it because, like I said about the, the season of Sabrina... Like, the thing that I like about Jimmy is his wheeling and dealing as a lawyer. And to see him castrated, it it, it frustrates mm-hmm. me. It gives me blue balls. Yeah. And not in a good way. It's painful. Um, I think... I, I have to give the first five episodes an A++. You like them, yeah. They're, then, they're very good, and I, yeah. I give the back half a B plus. Yeah. And, or a B. So I think I have to give the whole season an A- minus or B plus. Okay, there you go. Uh, probably A-. minus. Um... And I don't know. Donna Bowman probably said some shit. I don't care. Yeah, Donna uh, Bowman. Remember that bit where I would just call her a bunch of different names that made no sense. Uh, remember the time I called only murders in the building hot pepper? <laughs> and how I really want you to write a television show called Hot Peppers. Yeah. Oh, um. Man. Let's see. What do you think Donna Bowman gave in the finale? She didn't. Uh, she doesn't do that, right? Oh no, per episode. Okay, I think she gave yeah. the finale a B plus. Uh, okay. What did she think? What do you think she gave it? What is she? I know what she gave it. I'm just looking up to confirm. Yeah, she gave it an A. Of course, she, she of course she gave the finale an A. Finales get A's. <laughs> um, I was really off on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he he tears apart. It's there's themes. There's themes. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see what bullshit she wrote about it. Uh, let's see what her, her opening sentences are pretty pretentious. In the centerpiece of tonight's finale, Chuck McGill rips out paneling, punches holes in the kitchen tile, and leaves piles of plaster drywall and insulation through his home, looking for whatever is still drawing current in his house. It's a scene that immediately brings to mind the end of Francis Ford Coppola's The Conversation. Um, yeah, I don't know. The parallels go beyond the visual. Both Harry and Chuck are driven to this extreme when they... Okay, I'm done. Um, okay. We did it. Well, now you can go 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 nuts and watch season four. You can do whatever you want. Okay, I'll do that. I'm gonna yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah. It, it's uh, it's a good season. I like I said, didn't like it when it first aired. Like it a lot more now. <laughs> um. Mm-hmm. So, is there any 
other business we need to wrap up before you Mario Party? No, I don't know. I don't know. Is there anything you want to talk about? No. What do you get? What do you hope you get for Christmas? All right. I don't like presents, so like I always like because I'm always I don't like getting people presents because I'm always like they'll hate this. <laughs> um, so and so I just want to like I'm like every I don't want to be like we'll do no gifts this year for everyone. I'm like no one get me gifts. I want to say every year. <laughs> um, and it never works. Uh, and so then I feel pressure. I feel like I crushed it. I'm giving presents this year, though, for me. Yeah, cool. Um, I want to tell you I hope I get? one thing I got the kids that I think might be. I got. Okay. I don't. Oh, I hope I get um, some time with Sophie. Aw. Which COVID might cancel. Aww. And I hope I get some time with my with my niece, Lady Baby, which COVID might cancel. Um, I got Lady Baby this fucking dope. It's like this cube with a bunch of, like, on one side it has, like, the little twisty thing where it spins around and finds a farm animal. Sure. And on the top it has, like, l- little blocks and, like, a star. And you put in a star hole and a square. You put in a square hole. And on one side it has these, like, things you flip. And I'm like, fuck, I want to play with this before you get it. <laughs> I'll appreciate it. What would you get your kids? Uh, I got them lots of stuff. But my son always asks for, like, a lot of teddy bears. My daughter asks for whatever. I, uh, as stocking stuffers, got them each a Lubor's lens. Have you seen that? A what? A Lubor's lens. I don't know what that is. It's like a lens, and if you hold it a certain way, whatever's behind the lens goes completely invisible. So it's like a, a little bit of an invisibility shield, kind of. Um, so I think they might think... The fuck? Yeah, they think they might think it's cool. Look it up. I, they were like nine bucks a piece. That's fucking... Wait, is the military not using no, that? No, they are. The yeah, fuck? the military uses it. Okay, that's okay. You just fucked up my worldview. Um, <laughs> Look it up if you think I'm lying. Okay, I will. It diffracts the right, light well, you... in this weird way, so it makes the thing behind it look invisible. Isn't that weird? Like James Bond's invisible car and die another day? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it doesn't work like that if it's moving yet, but yeah, it's like... Wow. I thought... Okay. I, I'm excited for them to check it out. I hope they get excited. I hope they, I hope they like it. Yeah. And I hope they like the teddy bears. Yeah, though that's well. just... Brock, he'll love the teddy bears, yeah. Brock will love the teddy bears. Okay, okay. He's okay, getting okay. All right, at least three to four teddy bears. That's good. Yeah. Named after Teddy Roosevelt. They certainly are. Mm-hmm. They Do you remember when they made the Trumpy Bear or whatever? Ugh. Trumpy uh, the Bear. I don't remember that. They You never saw they, those commercials for the Trumpy the Bears? I didn't. I, and I'm glad I didn't. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't either. They were all over television. Anyways, um, all right. I guess I like, until next I time. Like I just don't like him. Yeah, I know. He, I, I, don't like his, I don't like his vibe. Uh, but yeah, um... <laughs> He's, he doesn't seem chill. Uh, until next time. Yes. Uh, uh, fuck. Uh, it's showtime. It's showtime, folks. Oh, my God.